However, now I'm realizing we have to be open to it. The more we share, the more help we get, the more help we receive from others, we will be able to receive from others. So vulnerability is very powerful. It connects people. It, it brings us closer. Um, we understand each other. We'll be there for each other. We'll support there. You know, we'll, we'll share love and empathy. We feel compassion for each other. This is episode number 84 and you are listening to Soul Time, a show that explores the world of unlocking your unique potential. My name is Dr. Katja Markovka and I'm a teacher at school, a former teacher at universities and a certified stress and mental coach and I'm your host. This episode is a special one. Again, I'm not alone today. Today I have an amazing guest. Today's guest is Akriti. Akriti is born in Nepal and spent her childhood living with her grandparents there. When she turned 14, her parents brought her to Belgium, where she is still living. After completing high school, she enrolled at the university to pursue a degree in accountancy and taxation. During her second year of the bachelor's program, she faced serious health issues that led her to take a break for a few months. Despite returning to her studies, she was still struggling with her mental health and it was during this time that she realized accounting wasn't the right path for her. So she took a courageous step and followed her passion for fashion and styling. She loved being a part of the fashion industry, but she realized that her true calling lay in motivating and inspiring others. So she decided to take another huge action step and become a Jay Shetty Certified Authenticity Coach. At present, Akriti is working on her passion to encourage people to live their true, authentic selves. It's key for her to encourage and motivate others, especially parents and teachers, to create an uplifting environment for the younger generation to believe in themselves and to live their true, authentic selves. In this episode, Akriti will give us some details about her journey, her passion to coach people and her personal path of self-discovery and growth, including how to overcome obstacles and challenges. And beyond this, she will give us some insights into her own experiences at school and share her thoughts on what's needed to integrate coaching and personal development tools into the education system. I hope you enjoy our conversation and Akriti's reflections, thoughts and ideas. And by the way, I will add where you can find Akriti on Instagram in the show notes. So don't forget to check out her, her page. So let's start with today's episode. First of all, a very warm welcome, 
to today's guest, Ekriti. I'm so glad that I have the beautiful opportunity to speak today about your awesome journey of finding and following your own path and passion, how to handle several challenges and obstacles, and how to overcome these challenges by following your path your inner calling and about your personal experiences and your ideas to uplift the mindset of students at school. But before we start and dive deeper into your personal journey, Akriti, I want to give you the opportunity to introduce yourself a little bit. Thank you so much for a great introduction. That was so beautiful and thank you so much. And also, it is my honor to be here. And thank you so much for this opportunity. I'm so grateful. Thank you. And Akriti, like you said, you have told where I come from and what I did and what led me to be here. I like to empower parents and teachers uh, and everyone who influence, uh, who has influence on children because it is very important for children to have this knowledge to to become themselves so to if we want to see a beautiful future full with compassion and empathy then we must focus on on our children and teach them how to handle emotions love themselves and be there for others and be there for themselves uh, it big and i discovered this journey when I started on working on myself and in my journey I had to unlearn so many things that were holding me back and embrace the things that makes me the person who I am who am I who am I supposed to be right and because I was missing so many, so many things while growing up. I didn't want any kids to miss. I didn't want any kids to go through what I went through. That's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing this information. It's remarkable that you have overcome so many obstacles and challenges in your life, Akriti, and that you were so courageous to take proactive action steps And that you followed your inner voice and stepped outside of your own comfort zone so many times in your life. Hear more about your journey of transformation, changing your career path twice and becoming a coach. So let me ask you, what was the main reason for you to take these courageous steps for yourself to become, first of all, someone who worked in the fashion industry and then make the huge step to become a coach and help other people on this unique path. You mentioned earlier in your introduction that you are passionate about helping students. What was your deeper why? I was not happy. I was not my energy was so draining my colleague even though i used to wear full makeup and go to my work my colleague used to tell me oh my god you look like a zombie because my energy was so low yeah in a positive way you know they were not, not in a bad way you know and um i was not so happy and i didn't know what to do in my life um i always wanted to help people you know i always wanted to be make beautiful changes in the world right and especially to children and um, however before that I had to work on myself 
right? And while working on myself, I understood that I don't, I understood that I didn't know how to feel emotions because I was, I was never taught about these things. I was never taught to feel how I need to feel emotions. I kept everything inside me. And when I kept everything inside me, my, when I, uh, it took a toll on my physical and mental health, right? And I had to, and it was not very good experiences for me in my past about my mental health and my physical health. And I told myself, nobody has a right to feel this way. Everybody deserves to be themselves. Everybody deserves to follow their heart desires. Everybody deserves to love. Um, Everybody deserves to work on their passion and enjoy what what they do in their life you know enjoy and love themselves and what they do and what can they do for others absolutely that's beautiful and you mentioned in our conversation that you want to cultivate a world where every child is aware of their uniqueness yes you their emotions like you told before and their authenticity and this is the reason why you want to support parents and teacher in enhancing and cultivating their self-awareness, personal growth and emotional well-being so that they are able to serve the younger generation. That's such a huge and beautiful approach. And I can absolutely relate to this because of my vision to reach out to multipliers and integrate coaching into the education system. Would you say, Akriti, that it is a key factor to strengthen the awareness of parents and teachers on topics like how to cope with stress, how to living their unique selves, and how to practicing self-care and self-love to become role models for their children? Yes, 100%, because I'll, I'll give an example, you know, we didn't learn everything. We were not taught about every word. We heard from our our elder people. We heard from teachers. You know, we we uh, the way we behave. We learn from. Okay, you know what? When you get angry, you just avoid people. We learn from seeing them. So you 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 do not. We do not spoon feed a child like look. You have to you have to use this word. They listen to the words. They they watch the behaviors of their parents and teachers. You know, absolutely. Yes, and so if their parents and teachers are not aware of themselves, are not their authentic self, they do not know how to handle the emotions. Then they won't know that too. You know, they won't become themselves too. They think that is normal. I have to act that way because people who are older than me are acting this way and they know everything, you know. So it is very, very, for me, for my opinion, it is very, very uh, important for teachers or parents or anyone, you know, around children needs to be themselves. Yeah, exactly. I personally think that vulnerability is one key factor in establishing and nurturing 
an environment of authenticity and growth. And for me, vulnerability is not weakness, it's a strength. Exactly. What's yeah. your opinion about this? Uh, it's it's a vulnerable. I used to think, like in my in in my life, like crying is a weakness. You know, uh, sharing my uh, sharing my weakness is a weakness. Nobody should know about these things. However, now I'm realizing we have to be open to it. The more we share, the more help we get, the more help we receive from others. We will be able to receive from others. So vulnerability is very powerful. It connects people. It, it brings us closer. Um, we understand each other. We'll be there for each other. We'll support there. You know, we'll, we'll share love and empathy. We feel compassion for each other. So it is, um, it is a part of being yourself, isn't it? And expressing yourself. We should express our weakness and our strengths so that um, we can work together to make this world a beautiful place, yeah. Absolutely, so true. That's such an important aspect you mentioned. For me, it's huge not to forget that vulnerability is not about complaining and focusing on what's going wrong the whole time or mentioning all the struggles and negative things. Instead, it's about being open, like you said, and be honest with ourselves and being able to share all the weaknesses and the strengths, the accomplishments yeah. and the struggle. Yes. That's beautiful. Yeah, yes, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We have to be open, and when you share that, when you do that, we'll be able to relate with each other. Then we'll see each other as okay. We will see them as a human being, not as a tag teacher, parent, um, a boss, or CEO. We won't see like that. Uh, like that, you know. We don't give them a label. We'll understand. Okay, yes. we all are human being, and we so all feel the same emotions and that's what makes us beautiful you know that's beautiful absolutely thank you so much for these amazing insights and so reflection yeah. it's significant to be being a role model for parents for teachers and showing up authentically and yes. being vulnerable mm -hmm. amazing equity I'm sure my listeners are very inspired by this reflection. But let me ask you some more questions about your own mindsets. Your path of following your passion and leaving your comfort zone and showing up authentically sounds easier than it probably was in the past. So let's dive a little bit deeper. Let me ask you, in which specific situations have you faced fear on your path very good question i have feared in a lot of things in my life you know fear of this and that fear of you know being seen you know like um fear of judgment however the biggest fear for me was like for example we live in a society you know where prioritizing other needs is normalized and where prioritizing our own needs is seen as selfish absolutely so, yeah and because everybody is following the same thing you know 
and you don't know that uh, but I, I'm not happy in this society I want to take care of myself I want to follow my heart's desire however nobody is doing that so that was the biggest fear like coming out from that normalized society you know yeah. what they think is take care of others and not about yourself I had to change like no now it's time for me to follow my heart's desire now it's time for me to do what I really love and enjoy that was the amazing. biggest fear that I had to overcome amazing you mentioned in one of our conversation that you recognized an increasing self-awareness that you are aware living a long time based on other people's perception, based on their judgment about your abilities, about your intelligence, about how you look. How was this for you emotionally becoming aware of this way of living and that you are aware living a life based on others' perceptions? I remember when I was a child, uh, I didn't hear uh, um, the voices around me were not so good, you know. what I, I was just maybe, let's say, five or six, and people used to tell me, oh, you are not good enough, oh, you, you are not good at your studies, oh, your, your, your skin color is this way, you know, you are, you, know you, you are not beautiful, you are not worth it, or so many things. And as a child... Uh, because I'm hearing from these older people, right? Elder people, right? I think we we think like, okay, they are right. And I believed it. I believed it. And throughout whole my life, uh, till I became aware of my potential, before that, I believed it. I was always that person who they thought I was. I was bad at my studies because you know what they believe that so it must be like they must be true you know I didn't even ask myself question what do I want who am I you know so it was it took me a long time to realize oh my god I am I am believing what they are telling me I am taking everything personally I'm I'm like I'm even though I I, I say like oh I do not care I do not believe you It is affecting my life and and now I've realized thankfully I do not I follow my passion, I follow my heart. That sounds like a very tough experience and it shows how courageous you are to face <clears throat> all this. And there is a famous quote by Nelson Mandela. Courage is not the absence of fear, but the tr it's triumph over it. Yeah. And I really love this quote because it reminds me of the difference between fear as a reaction and yes. the decision to be proactive and courageous enough to leave our comfort zones and face the fear. Yes. How can we become more courageous, Akriti? Do you have some strategies for me and my listeners so that oh. we can learn to increase our capabilities? Oh, wow. That's a, that's a very great question. Um, for me, if I want to increase, um, let's say, motivation or, uh, you know, I want to feel more uh, encouraged, then I have a list of things that uh, I do. Like, uh, um, I have a list of things, for example, 
first I asked myself question, what do I need to know right now? Do I need the words from other people or do I need to gain some knowledge or do I just need to sit still? And whenever I whenever I figure out, okay, this is a thing that I need to do, it might be going to my best friends and telling them hey i need a motivation please can you can you can you give me a words of wisdom that will motivate me you know and they are a very lovely person and they do it and also it might be connecting with the like-minded people you know going to going to for example jay community which is very very great community uh, and they will help you or going to my coach and telling uh, telling her hey i feel stuck can you help me in this uh, this this area right now you know or just sitting still and doing meditation also helps me or talking to myself on mirror you know hey you can do it you are doing yeah. it <laughs> you are lovely you can you know believe in yourself i believe in you that really helps me still leading ourselves right yeah, yeah exactly i love it we have and to be there for ourselves you know absolutely yeah absolutely i can absolutely relate to this and um i think personally we experience fear on a day-to-day basis more probably but it's the difference between real fear as a response to a perceived threat or danger and the fear we often think it's a fear yeah in some cases it's more excitement what do you think it's it's more excitement like um i i Nowadays, what I ask myself before doing something is, am I fearing, um, like, is it the fear that is stopping me or is it, is it the fear that is stopping me to doing this thing or I just don't want to do things and mostly it's the fear that stops me, right? It's like the fear of, oh my God, will I make it, will I do it? And learning to overcome this fear and also being aware of my fear where this fear is coming from and sometimes it's the fear of our own light yeah like um i told you before uh before this uh, last time like um Fear was a big part of my life. I feared everything, even a god, you know. I, I was I was made to fear a god. We were told as a kid, if you fear a, if if you do a mistake, then God is gonna fear uh, God is gonna punish you. That's a fear. That's that's you won't you should not be saying that to a child. And also I see today children are so afraid of the police, you know, policeman. Because we tell them, if you do wrong, then you'll go to police, you know, you, they will take you, you know. Instead, we need to say, hey, they are there to protect you. They are there to love you. You know, I think we need to change the way we can talk with other people. Absolutely. I think the way we communicate yes, makes exactly. a big difference. Difference, yeah. Absolutely. The way we speak to ourselves yes. matters a lot. Yes. If we put ourselves down down or cheer ourselves up, like you mentioned before, as a beautiful yes. strategy to yes. facing our fears. Come yes. on, let's go. Yes. <laughs> and 
the way we communicate has a big impact, even if we communicate with children and kids at school as a parent or a teacher. Yes, and right? also I would like to add, because we, you told me, um, communicate, like cheerleading myself, and also in when I face fear, like, you know, the fear can give you also the effect of anxiety you know you might feel anxious like oh my god you know what if I do not make it then you feel rushed you know and then I tell myself okay you are okay to give love to myself be compassionate with myself you know you can do fine you will do it you know I'm there for you supporting myself and that really um helps me to come back to my true essence I would say yeah Yes, and thank you so much for sharing these beautiful thoughts. And I personally think we are all on this lifelong journey of evolving, developing and experiencing growth. And one of the main lessons is that we are gentle and kind with ourselves in this ongoing process. It's like being kind, compassionate, being our own best cheerleader, and we are all a work in progress. And to yes. mention, to be aware of this, that we are all on our journey, I think it makes it more easier mm-hmm. to yes. be gentle with ourselves, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. I love that journey of being gentle to myself. Oh, the talking positively to myself, the power of positive talking, yeah. positive thinking and talking to yourself. So powerful. Even nobody supports you, I am there to support myself, you know? Yeah, that's beautiful. Now that my audience and I know more about you and your challenges and the challenges you have faced and overcome, let me ask you some more deeper question about your passion project. Yes. Yes. How did you know you were ready to follow your inner calling and start to build something new, the step to get a certified coach. How did you know you were ready? Or is there something about readiness or not readiness? Yes, I was about to say that. I don't think I was ready for it. You know, I, I was I was not ready, and and uh, and discovering my purpose wasn't ready, and if I was still. Uh, asking myself question is it the right thing is it the i know i want to help people but is it the right thing i was i was uh, i was i was asking question to myself what do i want what do i want and the inner voice of me told me like help other people help other people help other people and also how do i help other people okay i want to help people but there are so many ways to help other people right and I know that my voice has a power. I can use my voice, you know. I will use my voice to help other people. I am not where I need to be, definitely. I have, I need to go. This is just the beginning and I'm not there yet. However, I know for the fact that I am in the right path because I, whatever I do right now, however I help other people, it comes so effortlessly. It comes, it's like, it is meant for me. I love doing these things. I love seeing my clients achieving success in their life, you know. 
I love this and that ensures that ensures me I come home in the right path. Seeing my clients and also also my feelings, my emotions. How do I feel in my body? What do, how does it make me feel when my clients tells me, oh, I have realized this thing, oh, I have achieved these things, you know? It, it gives me so much peace and so much happiness. And I tell myself, yes, this is the one I want to do. And I do not know where it's going to take me, but I am sure, I am 100% sure I'm on the right track. And I am taking steps towards it. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing these profound insights, Akriti. Your thoughts and how you have overcome challenges are amazing. And these reflections are so inspiring. And I think my audience has got some amazing ideas and impulses to reflect on themselves too, to challenge yes. themselves, to take courageous steps in their lives. Yes. And even if they are confronted with obstacles and for sure to take some steps to evaluate their own visions and dreams. I'm personally impressed by your story. Thank you so But much. let's dive a little bit deeper. Okay. Um, Akriti, by facing so many challenges and obstacles throughout your whole life, the question comes up what is needed to strengthen the mindset of students at school. We spoke about the significance of cultivating a world where every child is aware of their uniqueness, their emotions and authenticity. And that's why it's hugely important to support parents and teachers in enhancing and cultivating their own self-awareness and personal growth so that they are able to serve the younger generation and become role models, like we spoke yes. before. Yes. Now let's focus on specific coaching tools that are significant to integrate into the educational system to help students become more resilient, more confident, and more aware of their unique potential by achieving their goals with more ease and less stress. Yes. What are probably top, the top three coaching tools that are needed or strategies that are needed at school what do you think we can implement to arise this awareness i love this question i love this question because i would like to say uh, coaching i am coaching an adult right to while coaching adults i have to meet the client where he is or she is at the moment so understanding where the students are coming from also in the coaching, also from my past experience in my life, every student learn in different way. I mean, every we are different persons. We have our own uniqueness. So some can um, learn um, by feeling. You know, they they need to feel things. Some can learn by visualizing things. Some can learn by um hearing you know like they, they need to attend the class i was like that i had to attend every uh, classes to to learn you know and so understanding their ways of learning i would Absolutely. say that and understanding um understanding how where they come from understanding their 
and meeting them where they are at the moment, you know, not uh, not comparing them with other children, instead asking what is working for you and what is not working for them. Why is certain things not working for them? So understanding them and it's about relaxation techniques like breath work or something like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, when it comes to going deeper, connecting to their inner self, like may maybe a meditation or maybe uh, breath work, you know, uh, that will help them clear their mind and focus on their studies. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You mentioned comparison. Yeah. That this is a big idea or a big challenge at school. Yes. Can you explain this a little bit more? In school, like, I do not know if teachers know or not. I'm not from an education background, you know. However, I can give my opinion on this. Um, uh, in school, we compare a lot, you know. Uh, even if, like, when we give a grade, we, we, you know, you, you need to get 20 on 20 and when someone brings a 19 when someone brings a 10 then we compare oh you are better than me or oh, you are less than me you know there is a comparison in studies and it shouldn't be there because the person who it will always they, they will be fighting for oh i need to i need to i want to achieve 20 but they need to learn for okay you know what even though i'm i might not get 20 but i need to be grateful for what i have done good you know i got 10 but how can i improve on myself improve in me to get 20 or, rather than being sad and comparing with other child more a comparison of the own journey right own journey yes yeah did you learn at school How to handle failure and how to become more confident? I didn't learn how to handle confident. Uh, if you're confident, that's that's your talent. You're confident. You know, nobody's going to come to you and say, hey, you need to be confident. Or even if they say, hey, you need to be confident, they are not going to say, hey, these are the steps to be confident, you know. So, no, I didn't learn how to be confident. and um, and. And also, when you say failure in school, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't call it failure because in school we go to learn, you know, whenever. So true. Yeah, we go to learn. And when we, when you, when you have in our mindset, it's you pass or fail, then the person who fails does not want to learn because he had already given up, you know. So exactly. we, have to, we have to change the mindset of, no, I'm not here to fail. It is okay that I have had less mark i need to look back and see where did i miss where did i do my mistakes what can i learn from those things you know so i wouldn't i wouldn't give a tag as a failure in school because even as adults we tell ourselves we learn from our mistakes so how can we tell students hey you have failed and they are there to learn exactly it's not totally other shift in the mindset it's more a growth orientated mindset yes. like learning right yes it's more involving step by step and 
readjusting when needed. Yes, exactly. And that's why I do not like to use the word failure in school because there is no Absolutely. failure. Yeah. Absolutely. That's so true. I really like this. Thank you so much for these awesome insights. Thank you. And thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to ask you these questions about school and your own experiences. And that's amazing because I think many people can relate to your struggles, your journey and your thoughts. And furthermore, I thank you for the ideas for the younger generation. So we are nearly at the end of the episode, but before you leave, Akriti, I want to ask you some short questions so yes. that my listeners can get to know you a little bit better. It's more the funny part of the interview. Okay. The first of all, I'm a huge quote lover. So everyone who's coming to be my guest has to okay. answer the question, what's your favorite quote? Yeah, okay. Let so what's me my, know. What's my yeah. favorite quote? Uh, the quote that deeply resonated uh, resonated with me is um, by Zig Ziglar. I don't know if you know him. Uh, yeah. he, he explained that fear has two meanings. Uh, forget everything and run or face everything and rise and the choice is yours. Wow. It's so beautiful. Uh, oh, I love this quote. Yeah, it's I, amazing. It is. It is. I love it. And it really hit me. Oh, my God. It, gives, it gave me goosebumps when I heard this quote for the first time. It was like, wow, very powerful. And it's beautiful because it's so unique. It's, it's related to your journey. Yes. Actually. That's why I, mean, I feel I feel yeah. very deeply. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have one book you would highly recommend? Oh, I love the book uh, by uh, Eckhart Tolle, uh, The Power of Love. Oh, yeah. Ah, that's a huge one. One yeah. of my absolute favorites. That's amazing. That's how my journey started of personal growth. I love, I love Eckhart Tolle. I love listening to him, and I love his books. It's but it's not an easy read for mm-hmm. everyone. Yes, uh, people who want to change, I feel like they will understand it. Yes, it's for sure. Read, yeah. I loved it. And it's, it it's, I, I really love it. I have read it three times. It's amazing. I love this so much. Great choice. The third question. Okay. I'm curious. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's something about yourself that you hope will never change, Akriti? Oh, that's a very, very beautiful question. Um. um Whenever I want to give up on give up on something, uh, because sometimes I look at my sister, look at look at look around people, and they are they are all following the same thing, and my inner voice says, "You do not give up, do not give up, you will make it, you will make it." That voice gives me strength. I do I will I will I never want to lose it. That's beautiful. Yes, that's beautiful. Next question. If you could eliminate one weakness or limitation in your life, what would it be? One weakness in my life. Oh. My ego, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> because because it, sometimes the ego does not want you to move forward and you want to move forward and there's an ego, you know. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> If it were possible, what superhero superpower would you want to have and why? Like flying or reading minds or I don't know. Mm. Oh, I used to think about this. Like manifest everything right away. Wow. <laughs> That was a totally new version. <laughs> Manifestation. That's amazing. I want yeah, to have it too. <laughs> yeah, manifest everything right away. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. And the last question. Yeah. If you could rule the world for one day, what would you do? <gasps> It's only one day. Yeah, so beautiful. If I could rule the uh, day, it's my reason. I know that. I want to provide in every, make sure that every children in this world knows their power, like they are powerful they can create their life by their own way make sure every children knows that in this world i do that that's so beautiful Thank yes so much. that would be amazing akriti i'm so thankful that you have given me the greatest treasure of your life your time thank you so much same to you And it was a pleasure to meet you today for this podcast episode. And it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Yes, thank you thank so you. much for being my guest. Thank you, thank you too so for having me. And it's such a great opportunity for me and such an honor. Thank you so much. It means a lot to me. Thank you so much. So we have reached the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and get motivated to share these insights with your friends and family. And if you are a parent or a teacher, you can speak with your kids and students about these thoughts and reflections from today's interview. Akriti gave us amazing insights about her own journey of transforming her life following her inner calling and living her purpose. She shows us her personal ideas on how to overcome challenges, how to embrace our individual journey and implementing a growth-orientated mindset based on practicing self-love, practicing self-care and being our authentic self. She gave us amazing insights of the importance on focusing on our mindsets and become more aware of our responsibility to create the energy we want to have in our lives, boosting our own confidence, becoming more resilient and being our true, authentic selves. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Soul Time. I'm very grateful because you have given me the greatest treasure of your life, your time. If you enjoyed this episode, take a look at the show notes, click the link and check out my Instagram account for more inspiring content. Take care of yourself, enjoy the week ahead and I can't wait to speak to you next Sunday. Mm -hmm.